Hey, this is Chris Wilson. I'm a career coach based in Vancouver, Canada, and two-time published author. Find my books, Optimal Wealth and Optimal Health, available on Amazon. Listen to my episode on the Just Get Hired podcast. Jessica and I are going to talk about the power of attitude in the workplace. You don't want to miss it. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Just Get Hired podcast. Have you ever caught yourself saying out loud, my job sucks? Well, admit it, you have, and I know a lot of you have because you come to me whenever it gets to that point. Well, your job doesn't suck, your attitude does. And in this episode, you're going to discover how your attitude can influence your productivity, relationships with your colleagues, and your overall job satisfaction. Welcome in to the Just Get Hired podcast, where I bring you insightful conversations and expert advice to help you thrive in your career. I'm a talent acquisition and recruiting executive who assists career professionals like you at different levels of your career navigate this crazy thing that we call work. I also support mid-sized and private equity-backed companies in transforming how they attract, hire, and retain top talent. If you like my content, follow me on Instagram, Just Get Hired. Head over to my website where you can learn more about me and my guests at justgethired.com and also connect with me and network with me on LinkedIn by searching my full name, Jessica Fiesta George. Well, joining me today, this is episode 49. I have Chris Wilson. He's a renowned career coach and author from the beautiful city of Vancouver, Canada. He's here to share his wisdom on how your attitude can impact your job and transform your professional life. His expertise is going to guide us through the qualities and habits that can help elevate your career, boost your confidence, and create a fulfilling work experience. He has over 150 published articles online and established himself as a leading voice in the field of career development. His dedication to helping young professionals transition from jobs they hate to careers they love is truly inspiring. Not only is Chris the author of two acclaimed books, Optimal Health and Optimal Wealth, but he also runs a successful career coaching business that has transformed countless lives. Chris shares valuable insights and practical tips to help you cultivate a positive mindset and harness it to, into your professional life. Well, if you're looking to reignite your passion for your current job, or maybe you're looking to embark on a new career journey, this episode is packed with actionable advice that will set you on a path to success. Welcome to the Just Get Hired podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Jessica. Happy to be here. So are you French Canadian? Should I say bonjour? Absolutely not. I'm not French Canadian, but there are some French Canadians, <laughs> most of them living in Quebec, but yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk about this topic and how attitude can impact your job. But before we get too serious into this conversation, if I was traveling to Canada for the first time, what would be the first place I should go to and see? Well, I'm originally from Toronto and Toronto gives you that big city experience. So over 3.5 million people, huge metropolitan city, excellent to do fun things, nightlife and so on. But currently I live in Vancouver, Canada, and this is much more my speed, 
with mountains, ocean, and more outdoors. So you can go snowboarding, skiing, hiking, and all of those fun things. Somewhere else I would definitely recommend going and checking out is Montreal. And that has more nightlife, more fun things to do, and you know a lot of old architecture and buildings that you can check out in Quebec. Well, I've never been to that side of Canada, but I think I told you this before. I've been to Toronto and it's just a short drive to Niagara Falls, which I feel if you're already in that area, you definitely have to go see, right? Yeah, definitely. Niagara Falls is another beautiful place. Yeah, right on the border there. And I know it's known for its wines. I was pretty surprised about how many vineyards there were as you're driving along the highway to get to. So it's pretty interesting uh, to be on that side of the world. But um, are there any specific food, holiday traditions that we should look out for in Canada? As far as food in Vancouver, at least, we're well known for our Asian cuisine. So sushi mm. and other types, you know, Korean food and Chinese food and all different types of Asian cuisine we're very well known for, as well as, you know, fresh seafood as we're on the ocean. You can get excellent seafood here for a reasonable price. Well, I think I need to add Canada back to the list for 2023. <laughs> Maybe I'll see <laughs> like, <you>. We got <laughs> cut. <laughs> Um, well, Chris, why don't you go ahead and tell the audience a little bit more about you and what you do? Yeah, sure. So I'm Chris Wilson. I'm a career coach based in Vancouver, as you mentioned, and I help young professionals transition from a job they hate and do something that they love. So this was actually a position I was in several years ago, working in aviation as a pilot and aircraft maintenance engineer on helicopters. And it just wasn't kind of doing it for me anymore. I was in a negative situation, negative place, and I wanted to do something different. And that thing that was different was to run my own online business and to help others to figure out, you know, that passion that they have, the passion for their job, for their work, and turn it into what they do for a living. That's awesome. Well, have you heard the term quiet quitting? It seems I to have. Be it seems around. a pop popular term right now. Yeah, so I feel like this may be tie into the topic of attitude, and maybe I'm not sure, but I mean, it, for the audience who might not be aware what quiet quitting is, um, what are your thoughts about it? Maybe describe what it quiet quitting is all about. Yeah, so quiet quitting is definitely a popular term, kind of end of 2022, maybe even middle of 2022 till now. And pretty much, you know, to sum it up, you know, easily is, it's putting in the bare minimum to your job. So that's, you know, showing up at nine, leaving at five. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to quiet quitting because I myself, you know, several years ago, probably almost nine or 10 years ago, was doing a job, you know, I didn't really like and enjoy. And it was something that I was kind of quiet quitting, to be honest with. And I was doing something where I was putting in the bare minimum effort and it really wasn't you know, getting me further in that career, getting me further in that job. And it was something that I didn't like, but at the same time was fueling more of what I didn't like because, you know, I was putting in the bare minimum. Interesting. And I think that that term has just been going around and I, I feel like there's just so many people that are experiencing doing just the bare minimum right now. Right. And even though you might show up to work and you have all good intentions, a positive attitude doesn't necessarily make you better at your job, but it sure helps how people view you. What do you think about that? 
Yeah. So I think, you know, a positive attitude is the number one thing to have and to bring to work every day. I've worked in many different industries, you know, coming up and learning under a lot of people. And I've also been very experienced, successful in other industries, making a lot of money leading teams. And the number one thing that always came up, whether I was, you know, lower or I was higher at that workplace was the person's attitude. And attitude is so important because I mean, you said it doesn't translate to necessarily to being better at you. I think it helps you get better at your job over time. And that's because, you know, someone with a positive attitude, someone that shows up, you know, with the intention to learn more, to add valuable skill sets and to look at different ways of doing, you know, the same task or a similar task than someone else. These are all valuable skills that kind of stem from the foundation of having a positive attitude and showing up to work, wanting to learn and wanting to do more. Well, are there other key qualities that you think would help someone in their job? Yeah, I mean, some of the key qualities for sure, I would say positive attitude is that foundation to learning more. But yeah, being open to learning, this is a huge one, especially for, you know, those seasoned veteran workers that, you know, are kind of set in their ways. So open to learning more, showing up, you know, on time, leaving, you know, not early, but leaving when your job is done. So reliability, respecting, you know, everyone, not necessarily just your bosses or just certain coworkers, but you know, being respectful to them and also being loyal to that workplace, being loyal to, you know, what you're getting, you know, in terms of financial benefits for the work you do. So there's, there's a lot of different qualities to be a great worker to, you know, get further in your workplace, in your career. But I still think, you know, number one takeaway is showing up with that right attitude. You know, I think seasoned veterans like myself, and I'm going to put myself <laughs> in that category. I think you see a lot of people who have been working for a long time, that loyalty, you know, you heard your job, I'm sorry, you hear like parents who worked at jobs for 20, 30, 40 years, and they were very mm -hmm. loyal. You don't hear about that anymore. It's more like, well, you lasted two years, you lasted a year. I mean, that's pretty good, right? And so like mm. the definition of what loyal is, I think has changed a lot through time. Um, Absolutely. Don't you think? But yeah, for sure. For, for sure. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, kind of what you were saying is that loyalty over 20, 30 years, that was, you know, my parents' generation exactly. as well is, you know, they start working at, you know, my dad started working at Bell Canada when he was you know, in his early twenties and that's, that was his career, right? That's mm -hmm. what he did. So I think the loyalty can even be on another term as, you know, it might not be in terms of decades, but it can still mean, you know, if I'm working for this company at this particular time, you know, I'm loyal to them and I show up to them and I respect them in those ways while I'm working for them. Good point. Well, what are, what do you think are some ways that, um, someone can maybe improve their attitude while they're on the job? And how does that maybe ultimately impact their job and career success? Yeah, so like I was saying, kind of with my story, eight, nine years ago, I was showing up to this job, you know, with a poor attitude. And I'm sure we've all been there, right? We've all had, you know, that one job or several jobs, or maybe it's a job you're in right now where you just don't have the right attitude towards it. And 
one of the ways I, you know, kind of got out of this was rather than thinking of all the negative stuff, rather than going to work and leaving late and being like, oh, this job sucks and I don't like so-and-so <laughs> my coworkers, rather than focusing on all that bad, you know, I started to reframe my mindset. I started to reframe how I looked at that particular job. And I started looking at the good things. And while this may sound super simple, I mean, it is, but it actually works. And that's, you know, I'm thankful for this job because, you know, it's in an industry that I like. It's in an industry that, you know, I've chosen that I have a lot of education, a lot of skills in, and I'm getting paid well at this particular job. So while you might not be happy with every single thing, you know, at that particular job, it's about pulling out those, those positive things, pulling out those good things that you actually do enjoy, that you're grateful for, that can help you to, you know, come from a mindset of more abundance and, you know, shape your attitude to something better than being a negative Nancy, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like how we, we've titled this episode, Your Job Doesn't Suck, Your Attitude Does. And I feel like this is so on point with like everything that you've already brought up. But why do you feel like over-delivering in the workplace? What do you mean by that? Yeah, so over-delivering is, you know, basically if you have a set job to deliver more on that to go above and beyond you know again the bare minimum standard and to bring your workplace more value so what a lot of people don't understand yet hopefully is that the whole thing to you know getting paid more or getting promotions or just having a good attitude in general is bringing more value to the company if you can bring more value to that company then you are seen as you know, someone that is valuable to the company and it works both ways in terms of you helping them and them helping you. Well, what kind of, so, you know, when you come into work, you have a positive attitude, but maybe the person sitting next to you, their attitude sucks. And then you're, it kind of brings you down maybe just a little bit, but what kind of advice do you have for someone who maybe that you work with is kind of dragging you down and trying to have you at their level where they want you to be just as negative? Yeah, this seems like a typical scenario these days, doesn't it? <laughs> I've encountered this many, many times, and I'm That's sure so our listeners have, you know, as well. And, and this is not out of the norm. This actually is the norm is you're going to deal with difficult people. And, you know, that's what I was told kind of earlier on in my career. That is a piece of advice I'll share with the audience today is, I mean, you need to focus on, you know, what you can control. And mm -hmm. that is also, you know, focusing on yourself and not about all the negative, you know, stuff going on at work that kind of sucks you down that, that, down that drain. So what I like to like reference is like the water cooler talk, right? So you're mm -hmm. at your job, you're on your computer in your corporate setting or whatever, and you go get a drink at the water cooler and you see, you know, Joe's at the water cooler and he starts, dragging you into this, you know, sob story of something that's happening or these excuses. And, you know, one way to kind of avoid that is to not really feed into that conversation. So not to, you know, fire with your ammo of the stuff that's happening in your life or in the part of the job you don't like. So, I mean, you can listen to that conversation. You can be a part of that conversation, but not feeding back into it as well as you know not really engaging as much you can do your thing leave go back to your office desk 
and, you know, keep, keep going on with your day. You know, I've had someone make a comment to me like, why are you always so damn happy? <laughs> <laughs> That's a like, good why thing. Why are you always got a smile on your face? Like, you know, today's Monday. Like, no one loves Mondays. Why, why you know, why are you acting like that? And I'm like, I mean, that's just who I am. <laughs> you know, don't bring me down. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, so when, as you're coaching others through your coaching business, maybe there are people who are looking to leave their jobs or maybe they're quiet quitters. You know, how do you coach others that are thinking about, you know, I don't really like my job as much as I do. I should. And of course with that, they're bringing in their negative energy into the workplace, but how do you coach others through that to um, work through that in their job? Yeah, there's obviously so many different scenarios, but what comes up most often is, you know, a lot of people want to make a change, but, you know, they don't they don't want to do what it takes to make that change, right? They they have trouble leaving that comfort zone. So, you know, what I do in my coaching and, you know, mentorship programs is I help them to not only figure out what that next thing is, right? Cuz some people might not even know like I don't have a clue what I want to do next, right? So it's more self-discovery, more kind of figuring out who they are and what they enjoy because, you know, passion is really at the root of what I do in my job to help them find what they're passionate about. And then it's basically step-by-step -step process of taking actions every single week to getting there. So that's why my coaching programs are so successful and, and so basically good with so many people is because it's not just talking about issues. It's not just talking about certain things. It's putting in actionable steps every single week that they want to take and that they bring up to help them get closer really to that end goal. So speaking of your coaching business, how can people reach out to you if they are interested in your services? Yeah. So you can find more information on me at chrismwilson.com. I'm also on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Instagram at I am Chris M. Wilson. Okay. Well, you and I met on Instagram and I was following your content. I know you follow me as well. I just remember being so impressed at your point of view and the content that you're delivering. So I'm so excited that it, we were able to make that connection and get you here on the show. Is there anything next for you? Any new books maybe in the works or um, what else are you working on? Yeah, I'm not sure about any books in the near future, at least. I think it is something, you know, further out in the future that I will kind of attend now in the kind of closer future near future right now is more in terms of speaking so i've gotten into speaking quite a bit over the last year or so and it's taking me down you know a certain path i'm getting a lot of good feedback on it and i'm kind of implementing it into my content into my business into you know networking and speaking events around vancouver and further so i think that's something i'm going to kind of hold on to and run with so to speak because i'm getting that feedback and other than that, just staying consistent. I'm always about consistency with content, with who I work with, with kind of everything I do is not just, you know, jumping on these fads or these bandwagons to, you know, accomplish things super fast, but just day after day, pushing out value, pushing out things to help others to get further in their jobs. Well, awesome. Well, I am going to make sure that I share the links to your LinkedIn, Instagram, your website, so people know how to find you. If you're in the 
Canada area and want Chris to speak, hopefully anyone in our audience, we can get some referrals over to you. And if you ever make it to the States, you know, come check us out. We would love to, I would love to meet you in person. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, Chris, I appreciate your mindset mindset on this topic. I'm going to also make sure that I check my attitude at the door before I start each day. But I want to thank you for being a part of the Just Get Hired podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I want to thank Chris for being a part of the Just Get Hired podcast. He shared a lot of great advice and a lot of great tips that can help us be more positive in the workplace and why your attitude needs to improve because it's not your job that sucks. You suck. <laughs> well, improving your attitude really does have a significant impact on your overall job satisfaction. So to suck less, you should really take some advice and some tips that will help you in cultivating a more positive mindset. I know I'm going to take my own advice because I can really use some of these tips and practice them every single day. So the first tip is practice gratitude. We should start every day by reflecting on things that we're grateful for in the work space. Think about why you joined the company to begin with. Do you remember your first day on the job, your first week? You were so excited to be there. You started loving everything about it. Something happens along the way and then you just hit that bump in the road. But we have to focus on the positive aspects, supporting colleagues. Maybe you do have great colleagues. You should always make sure that you're fostering good relationships there. Maybe there's interesting projects or you see opportunities that will allow you to grow. If you practice shifting your perspective about work, that will foster a more positive attitude. The next thing is embracing a growth mindset. You have to see challenges as opportunities for learning and growth rather than an obstacle. So embrace that mindset by welcoming feedback. Look at setbacks as something that's just temporary. And if you believe in your ability to improve, you'll start to develop new skills. The next thing is to be proactive. We should always take ownership of the work that we do and always seek solutions instead of dwelling on the problems. You have to quit complaining. Quit waiting for others to take action. Take that initiative to address issues and contribute to a more positive and productive work environment. The next thing is create positive relationships. So cultivate strong relationships. And you hear me talk about this in almost every other episode, networking, creating relationships with your colleagues and your managers, foster a lot of open communication, collaboration, and support. So that positivity, it's contagious and nurturing positive connections with others will also create a more uplifting environment when you're at work. The other thing is focus on solutions. Instead of dwelling on negative things about whatever situation you're dealing with, direct your energy towards finding solutions. Get over it. You should adopt a problem-solving approach that focuses on actionable steps rather than just dwelling on the problems. So this positive and proactive mindset will also help you to improve your attitude. The next thing I don't think a lot of us do very well, and I know sometimes I'm very guilty of this, is practicing self-care. So take care of yourself. Take that damn PTO. That's why they give it to you in the first place. You should take care of your physical and mental well-being outside of work. You need to prioritize things that are going to help you relax, recharge, whatever it is to maintain that healthy work-life balance. Do it. 
Maybe you exercise. Maybe it's practicing mindfulness or maybe looking at hobbies that can contribute to positivity. The one thing we all don't do well is celebrate success. Now we're good at celebrating success with others when they are successful in completing something or they achieve something. But when we take a look at ourselves, we don't do a really good job at celebrating our own success. So acknowledge and celebrate your achievements no matter how small they are. You should recognize your own accomplishments and give yourself some milestones that can help you boost your confidence and motivation. The next thing is continuous learning. We should always be looking at ways to seek opportunities to learn and grow. Maybe that's attending workshops. Maybe you wanna enroll in courses that's gonna help you get to that next step in your career. Read books, get on YouTube, do things that are going to help you embrace a mindset of continuous learning because that will enhance your skills and broaden your knowledge and contribute to a much more positive and engaged attitude when you're at work. Well, remember, improving your attitude, it takes time, it will take effort, but the benefits are truly transformative. If you implement some of the tips that Chris and I shared, you will see that Consistently, if you implement these tips, you will create a more positive and fulfilling work experience for yourself and those around you. Well, don't forget, I launch an episode every other week, so come on back because I'm going to have another great guest. Also this summer, come back because I have a special treat for you guys. We're going to do short, quick episodes weekly with some of the top LinkedIn influencers and people from around the web that you might know. Well, my name is Jessica Fiesta George, your host of the Just Get Hired podcast. What do you guys want to talk about next? (laughs) I'll catch you on my next episode.